Hello there, and welcome to the first Kirk Minahan wrap-up show of the David Cullinane era. And I know what you're thinking. Justin, what big changes do you have to the wrap-up show? Well, you may notice we're on a different channel. We are on the Kirk Minahan show. We are no longer on the Kirk Minahan network. Um, and what I'm about to do will change the show in its entirety forever. So, Andrew, are you ready to take take a part, part of this? I am ready. Let's go. It's it's Monday. We got the show back. Let's. What else are we throwing on at us? I'm ready. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. Look Looks at that. Pretty good, huh? Look at, Look that. at that. New logo. New logo on everything. Shout out to Harrison, my guy Harrison, with the with the new wrap up frame. Uh, totally different show now. So. So let's 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 jump right into it because today was fun. Today was today was a great show. It's the you know two weeks off. It's it felt like two years. It 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 really feels like it's been five years since Steve produced the show, and to have Dave Cullinane in there today, just being Dave Cullinane, it really felt. I know everyone kept saying you know hashtag it feels like 2019 again. It felt like just a silly. I don't want to say stupid, but just silly, aloof. Back and forth, Cullinane and Kirk fighting. It was it was just great. It was just it was just awesome. Uh, I, I the first show uh, to be live broadcast on YouTube. I think that was huge. I think a lot of people enjoyed that. I think people like following along in the moment, so they know you know when to call in, and you know they they just like they just like knowing that they're watching it as it's happening. Uh, so I think I think that was a huge success. Um, yeah, I mean, the Dave Cullinan era has started. Andrew, you have anything to, to say about that? I liked it. it again, it, it brought us back to basically the, that month back in July of 2019. You had Dave being Dave. It's, it's I think the biggest difference, as you're going to feel it going on, especially between Steve and Dave, is I feel like Dave's going to make the Minna fans even more part of the show. He's actually going to take that step to interact with them. You even saw it today, which is nice. And I think as a listener, it just even gives like that more personal touch to the show. And then it also just makes it even funnier because you know at some point he's going to take it too far with someone. It's going to come up on the show. It's just going to be cyclical content created uh, from Dave. But it was nice to hear him again. He's he's happy. Mike sounds happy as all as all as ever too. So it's it's definitely a different dynamic than when Steve was there. But I think it's one that can be much more sustainable. And I think overall is just going to continue to bring up the entertainment value of like the songs. Even just listening to the songs today is just. Everyone feels up like Kirk sounded sounded refreshed, Mike sounded refreshed, Dave sounded eager, ready to go, and of course, as you know, at day one, you got a shitload of behind the scenes content and ideas coming from Dave that you knew were just going to come out. And you know yeah. what? I think the best one he came up with was bringing in Mike Portnoy as the third man. Like, I, I would love a Mike Portnoy day. Yeah, there were a couple people he he mentioned as the third man. Uh, a couple names I recognized. I mean, Coley from Section Ten. I like Coley. I met him on Thursday. Uh, I think I think uh, Mike Portnoy would be funny. I don't know if once a week would be viable or no, even that would be like a once a month like dream. Yeah, that would be like <laughs> once every other month kind of thing. I feel like that would be that would be a, a funnier, you know, a segment every month or so. But um, but then but then apparently he he recommended that girl from the Greg yeah, Hill show, that, which that just seems weird. out of left field. It's. I mean, uh, you, you can give him credit for thinking outside the box because I think uh, any normal fan would have been like, who the hell is this person? Why even try it? I mean, kudos for taking the shot, but you know what the reaction is going to be with that. So it's uh, – it, I don't know. I, I feel like she would only last 
one show and then you're going to get she doesn't the, know what it is well that one and then you're going to get the the fans are mean to me blah 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 everything else gets piled up and look at how bad these guys are to this girl well i, I feel like the majority of people who come on barstool are not at least know what the Kirk Minahan show is. I have I, uh, this girl. I think she, she seemed like she was like straight out of college, 23, 24. I'm sure she never listens to the Kirk Minahan show. So she was just going to hop on and then, you know, be diving into Madawaska drama and, you know, Sacco tickets and all this other, you know, Craig's taking over for Carano and all these other, you know, random. <laughs> all the producers I just, I just are changing. It's like, do I have to keep my phone on now? Like, is like after Mike takes his new producer, who's he stealing that producer away from? How long is this? How long is this Steve Robinson quitting yeah. drain gonna go? Yeah, it's uh, the, the the whole the whole things the whole things uh, uh, great. So, so it was it was Cully's first show. There was some there was uh, I like to call it the elevator show because there were some ups and there were some downs. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about that elevator, Justin, because it has so, ups and downs. One of the first segments, well, first first of all, Socko tickets are on sale. If you haven't got your Socko ticket, I, I'm assuming, Andrew, you already have or someone you know has already got Yeah, we have the crew ready tickets. to go. Tickets have been acquired. Uh, they're on sale. Go check them out. It's uh, Get them quick. There's only, uh, I believe, like 400 of them. And they it comes with one T-shirt, but you're able to buy multiple T-shirts afterwards. So for only 20 bucks. So it, 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 it's going to be a great time. Socko last year was, was incredible. It was so much fun. This year is going to be even better. There's going to be apparently there's going to be a pre-show uh, with some podcast I've never heard of before. Uh, very, <laughs> be what was it called? Podcast. Very average podcast. Very, uh, very simple podcast. Maybe is that is yeah. that the one that Craig does? No, it, no, it's um the guy who called oh, in today. Oh, the other guy that called in. Yeah. Yes. So that guy, the one that we made fun of, and I, I forget the name of it. And it's I I try to keep up when like when I hear a new podcast on the show, I'll give it a listen. Uh, but if they're going to get the podcast show, I mean, who who else is going to throw in their name? Following Twitter like this afternoon, we want. Oh, I like, see everyone throwing their name. If in. Everyone... LK wants to bring back El Fuego, if uh, Colonnade needs a Carolina Reaper, like I mean, the, the whole thing's just it's it's just going to be. I think I think Colonnade tweeted out from six a.m. to eleven p.m. It's just going to be a nonstop, just people podcasting in and out, talking about pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. But it's uh, but no, it, it looks like it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, soccer last year was a blast and, and, uh, please, please go buy your tickets because that's a, you know, we only got a couple more of these left in, in the, uh, in the Kirk Manahan show life. So, um, the, 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 the next main segment was kind of me not asking, but the segment was me and my full-time proposition to Kirk. So on Sunday night, I texted him, Hey, I would like a full-time job. He said, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'll, I'll talk, I'll get back to you later in the week. So he called me, like he said, Wednesday, Thursday, we talked for a little bit. And uh, then I talked with Cullinane and there was so much new things that was going to be taking place this week. I didn't want to write a job proposition before I got accustomed to doing the new things that I'm doing now in the Cullinane era, if that makes sense. So is, so, this, is this something for you that you you kind of know what these new responsibilities are, but you just don't know how well you're going to be able to like how comfortable you are doing them? Correct. I don't want to I don't okay. want to be able to say like, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. And then turns out a week, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, holy shit, I can't do this by myself. So you don't want to be like Jerry from someone from Barstool or someone like that. So I wanted to kind of take this week to see exactly what the whole live you, the process of going live on YouTube takes and all that jazz. So so that's what it kind of comes down to. I'll be I'll be giving Kirk. I'll, I'll probably uh, bring it in for Friday's show. 
Yes, yeah. we just, you just don't want to pull what that guy did to Jerry and Cullinane because Cullinane doesn't like Carano, so he skipped over him and went to his. Oh yeah, so, so they just hired a so they just hired a random schmuck off the street. Uh, this sounds like a nice guy. He was a he was a veteran and everything like sometimes that. Sometimes you get it over your head. I get it. It's but uh, but yeah, no. Sometimes sometimes you do a you know deep dive and and you start getting asked questions. You just start yesing them. But it's uh yeah. So 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 that, uh, I'll give you credit for that. It's responsible of you for not putting that yourself in that situation granted the content from it would have been spectacular so i mean as a listener if you if you just did it said it yes and like you failed in that way and you oh, realized it, you it, couldn't it, it, would, it would have been hilarious the and then content would have been great and gotten fired so uh, so i mean great content but i'm only but willing to go so now. far so far for the show andrew um there, there was there was a lot of segments on today's show i mean they talked a little bit about madawaska and big rick and about how he called up Kirk and was was saying how great he is and how apologetic he is. I mean, I, I, I there's really nothing much else to say on the big Rick front. Uh, you know, he kind of you know screwed the Minifans out of a uh, out of out of catering and out of a place to to be Friday night. So uh, I I can see why he's apologetic. He probably saw the amount of money he was losing, but it's uh, it's just it's just sad. It's just pathetic to to then go crawling back to your knees. Uh, to Kirk, even though like that, I mean, that's hundred percent what I would have done, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the Matawaska <laughs> stuff, the Matawaska stuff is, is, you know, it's, it's been talked about the, the Hannah Caitlin story, which was, you know, tough. She, she said her editor made her do it, which I, I can't imagine the fiddlehead focus editor being too, uh, too hands on, on the articles that are being released. So I'm not entirely sure how true that is. I mean, I think um, any common person has to truly understand that if you want to be like, if you're telling a news story, you want to tell all sides of the story. It, it's irresponsible for an editor to say, no, just cut out that half. That just doesn't matter because it tells another side of the story. That's, that's where it just gets irresponsible. And that is truly the case. Like, I mean, I think that's even worse what she did throwing her editor under the bus like that, just because, and that brings up even more questions of, but thankfully I don't live up that way. So it's not my problem, but yeah. So I mean, it would be one thing if it was an opinion piece, but it was not. It was reported as a, as a fact, and and, and Kirk was right. He's like, yeah, each person. So there was 150 tickets sold. Each person brought in what at you think at least 200 dollars into the you know main economy, um, northern main economy, and it just you know flourished and 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 More people were glad. And uh, I know I know Kirk forgot he forgot the name of of the woman at the inn. Uh, her name's Peggy, and she was so grateful that all these people were, were there and staying and they were, they were so nice. And so that, that, that's all there really is to say about, uh, about all that. Um, it, it's just the, the stuff was just, uh, it was just crazy. The fact that he like called Kirk up days later. And I, I just, I just don't understand that. So maybe from coming from someone who, wasn't there maybe you see things differently but i i see it as someone who who dicked over the minifans and then is trying to now take advantage of them yeah i can i can see the the uh, being upset on your part just like all the effort that was going in with everyone changing the venues and, and kind of just dropping shit on a dime and, and not it, it's like say you like the show, you say you listen and i think the the, the average listener could have picked up like kirk was joking at most of the time about things and, and to take it that personally and let it personal go in and then realizing the loss you get mm -hmm. it's it, it, like i was trying to follow it on twitter from a distance i saw the miraculous street of you dumping dumping the shot in there uh oh yeah that was something so, that was stupid it was small 
it's like, but like you, you see the back and forth, and it, it, yeah, he fucked over them in the fans. But at the end of the day, it's if there's one thing about Kirk that's very clear is he's willing to throw like like if you fuck over the show, it's like it, it's been done before. You saw it with Friendlies, you saw it with Smith's Country G. Like you can name them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see all the people that these we could have these uh, the show. Uh, could have had those partnerships with that would have helped him even just getting a reach or like that. It doesn't need, it's just Kirk's not going to compromise his principles for stuff. So to, to fuck over the show like that and try to come crawling back, it's fine. Whatever it's we're, we're lucky to have some good people up there who do want to look out for them in a fan. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you go up, support, support the good ones and just to keep ignoring the bad ones, keep rolling with it. It's because I feel like wherever Kirk goes and wherever he wants to bring a live show, it's going to be a party. It's going to be fun. And it's just going to be a good atmosphere for the weekend. So it's, it's, if you're there for just an experience and no matter what the town feels about it, it's going to be an experience either way. And I think from everything I've heard from the guys that I know that went, they loved it. Everyone loved it. Everyone had a good time, even if people puked on each other. So it's a, it's a wins all around Justin. Wins yeah, all. no, I, I know, I, 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 I agree. Um, Kirk, Kirk can go anywhere. I know we tweeted out yesterday that 2022, he's coming to Canarado, Kansas. So, so pack your bags and, and get ready because I don't know of a uh, of an airport close by there. So we'll probably be driving. No, there is that one. That's uh, remember they were eating like across the uh, the one of the was it? One, they weren't eating there, but there was like a restaurant right across the street from one. Oh, that that's be, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really so, close. So get ready. Get ready for some uh, good old Kansas weather. Hopefully we can see uh, our old friend intern Nick. I know he's from around there. That would be uh, that'll be a blast to, to to go to go see out there. But yeah, there was there was talks of Kirk was like, you know, I've really thought these past couple of weeks, like, do I want to go back to Madawaska? Do I want to go somewhere else? Luckily, he has an entire year to think this through. Uh, we, he doesn't really have to start thinking about Madawaska 2022 until he said he wanted to do it in June again next year. So, I mean, he's, he's got, you know, 11 months before he, he has to, to start pulling strings on, on whatever that Plenty is. And, uh, so another thing that was mentioned today was the Curtitone victory that took place, uh, over, over the break. And, uh, I don't know if you listen to Dave Portnoy's show, he mentioned it a little bit. And Kirk was right. His performance of being Kevin Cullen, it's just, it's, it's like he's playing someone inside. It's like, it, it's like inception. You know, he's playing Kevin Cullen. Who's, who's yeah. getting information from Joe Curtitone, who said this shit about Barstool sports, who I don't even think Kirk was an employee of Barstool one. No, he, um, oh, he wasn't just ask Dave Portnoy. He goes, he wasn't an employee. He wasn't hired yet. As soon so, as it first came out, like like Kirk said today, as soon as it first came out, Portnoy tried to extend, like, nope, this isn't our problem. And then now it's like, yeah, look what we did again. Congratulations, Dave. Yeah, it's uh, it, it should be a, uh, a it, it's always great just to see you know Kirk one of his one of his enemies. It, it is nice to see it kind of go full circle though. You know, it started out the first or the second show. You know, the the beginning of like the Steve era, and it ends with the Steve era. This was this this was a Steve fight. Steve was a part, was hand in hand. He was the one recording. You know, he he was he wasn't named in the lawsuit, but but this was this was a Steve fight, and it's good to see closure to that fight. Now with Curtitone just being a complete dummy and complete moron, and who knows what he's going to do next? If he's going to run for governor, or if he's going to I don't know, run for president, whatever the fuck he wants to do, uh, in that uh in that shithole city up there. So uh, that was nice to see. Uh, Dave talked about it. Uh, Dave Portnoy talked about it a little bit during his show. Uh, a couple weeks, it, it's just always good to see Kirk get a win. It, it, it's just, it's just great. Whether it be against Ellie, whether it be against Josh, whether it be against Curtitone, Decaro, 
it's just always great to see to see Kirk get that W. It, it's so. just incredible too if you think about all the battles that have happened, and it's like Albright that was a win for the show. Like every single time it comes up, Kirk always ends up on the right side of things because that's that's what makes him so good at what he does. He pushes the limits, but he knows where not to cross it. Yep. So it's a it's a big win for that. And it's just it's always funny. It's and I just I, I, I did like like the nonchalantness about it too. It's like, yeah, of course we knew we were gonna win it, but he just he wanted to lose it so to have it keep dragging out, which oh, that'd be great. That'd be I would any other rounds of this are just entertaining. And and you know what? I I do hope that Curto Tony tries to freaking run because it would just be, be more entertainment. You're telling me that you couldn't pull like the Minna fans can't pull off a prank call. Oh, or like infiltrating town hall somewhere or something. Oh, like just imagine one of the campaign workers calling up from like Tim and Canton. Hey, let me talk to you about this. And then usually they're recording, so you'll be able to record. It'll just be, it'll be, it'll be freedom. It'll just be. It will will be. It will be. It will be incredible. So before we before we give our grade to the new producer of the Kirk Manahan show for for today's performance. Uh, I do want to talk about, uh, I don't want to say dark spot, but, but, but just, so me and him had trouble with the phone number today, (laughs) getting the phone number tweeted out was very difficult. Maybe it was, I know, I know he's had trouble uh, typing in phone numbers in the past. I don't know if it's through osmosis that I just, I just couldn't type in, in a tweet, the, uh, the, the correct phone number for the Kirk Manahan show. But I listened to that part because I wasn't because I was cutting clips and so I wasn't really listening at that part. And it's uh, it's funny just just to see Kirk like, yeah, we could even say the phone number, which is and and, and Dave's like, I, I don't know, I like eight one four two seven seven K I R K. That's right, and it's uh, it, it, it was just funny. My <laughs> guy, uh, I, I think <laughs> I'm I think so, they're listening think- to this live and I'm just yelling at it. I'm like, can can any of you guys get that, Dave? Like. I'm not blaming Kirk for that because at the whole time it's just he just hits the retweet button when it comes out. But yeah. like Dave, come on. I actually think that that whole segment of them trying to get the calls up was more entertaining today than the calls themselves. Yeah, I don't think the calls themselves were were that great. No, um, it was. I think I, I'm glad that there wasn't too many people trying to call in to do like all the callbacks, like Steve, my good man, and all those. Yeah, it was, it, and it was nice that the, there was not a lot of that. But uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this next, the once more people get used to Dave being in there, you can like listen to the show, comment more on the show as it's live to give you more interaction back for that way. But also, what what I think will be funny is whatever Colony's new hang up thing is going to be. It's it's the bar's been st- set at the uh, what's it like three minutes abortion. now long abortion. Yeah. So, so there's your bar and let's see what he comes up with and see what he builds it into. Yeah. And, and, and what people got to understand is that the things we have to play with Cullinane right now are almost two years old at this point. So it's going to take a couple weeks and months. I mean, remember how long it took for Steve to bring out the aunts and aunts and just, and just all these strange different things. We really haven't, we're, we're like skin deep on Gabe Cullinane. And there's a lot more to go with with, with his fabulous mind. So I want to get your grade out of 10, uh, one through 10. You can use decimals if you'd like uh, for David Cullinane. And then I will give you mine. Uh, I'm going to give him a seven, five, an average C, right? A a good job. There was some little hiccups at first. Like the phone number thing is funny as it is. You got to knock him for it. Mm -hmm. It's like from a, from a producing standpoint, but it was good. It was entertaining. Jumped in a couple of times, just still trying to f- fill out the rhythm. 
<laughs> what you would get normally on a first show at any point. But it, it was still good. Like the even talking about the mics in the beginning, it's just like Kirk's likes things a certain way, and the first thing he does is fucks with the mics. It's like, okay, here we go again. Yeah. It's uh, just, so- just Colonane being Colonane. That's the only way you can describe this. It's just Dave Colonane is Dave Colonane, and it's it's he's gonna Colonane things. It's yeah. a verb. So I'm gonna give him an eight point six. I think I think he had a very strong first show. I think even uh, the things he he messed up on were just were just funny. I, I I feel like there's nothing he can't do that can't be turned into just like a funny comedy segment. Um, like like I said before, him messing up the numbers, or just him going back and forth with Kirk about about guests or about merch or about all these other things. It's just very very funny. Uh, I I I love Dave Collins. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a strong eight point six. He's also a bit of a yes man compared to Steve too. It, when you listen to the arguments, because he, no, he had some. He, he was fighting back today. He was fighting well, back at some, but then at some points, he's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He has a couple. Well, of I think, yeah, I, think yeah. I think he knows that some things aren't worth fighting over. Um. So so yeah. So I'm gonna give him a strong eight point six. And uh, and and there there was there was talk uh this, this past week when he went to. New York City that he mansplained the CEO of the <laughs> we'll just call it a billion dollar company at this point pretty much and uh, the way he the way he described it you know he just introduced himself she didn't he didn't know you know she she didn't know who he is which which is understandable I wouldn't necessarily call that mansplaining it, it would have been I, I will say it would have been and I wouldn't have uh, thought it was crazy if, if he was like listen sit down sweetheart I'm gonna tell you about YouTube ad revenue or or, or something of that level uh, so. So yeah, so his mansplaining was pretty much just him introducing himself. It's funny that the whole dynamic of imagining Dave, you know, going up there and, <laughs> and and mansplaining himself to the CEO of Barstool Sports, but but yeah, that that seems like that was all there was to it. I could just imagine him being in like a suit, slicked back hair, going in as Colony and just being like, "I'm Dave," and and just really trying to lay it on. It's funny, and I think what, what even bigger. And then that whole situation was the fact that Cullinane was meeting the sales staff, which I think is going to play again, bigger dividends into the show going forward now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to allow Dave to focus on these new things, all these amazing ideas that keep popping up. So it's a, it, it was a, it's a funny story. And again, it's, and you're right to the fact that whatever Dave wants, like whatever Dave does is going to be funny just because he mm-hmm. is that natural quirky personality. So it's and Kirk is just so quick to jump on it. It's I'm excited. It was a good listen. I, I think you kind of have that, like especially after two weeks off, coming off like this is a great start. And well, like like you said, we're only at the skin of Dave Colonnade. So when once we start to find more and more quirks, it's we're gonna we're just gonna keep on expanding and get more inside jokes and hopefully even more songs. But another another great song by Steve's a liar guy today. Another, another fantastic song. Uh, when I so he he sent me that over the weekend, and I was hoping I was hoping to, that he did not send it to Dave, so that he we could get his reaction live on air. But it was it was laugh out loud funny. I was I was playing it uh, to myself over and over again. I thought it was. Very. I mean, he he's just the best at what he does. I think I think he's really found his thing in quality over quantity. Because I think at one point he was spitting them out left and right, and they were all fire hits. You know, he he just he just kept on going, and it, it was just back and forth. Now I think you realize like he just doesn't have the the time 
to be spitting out a song every single day. So I, I like this, you know, one song every couple weeks sort of thing that he does. The, the, the song today was 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 great. Masterful. Was, I was jamming out, driving back, listening to him. Like, all right, here we go. It's again, it just having a having a, a fire Steve Alier guy, uh, Steve Alier guy song, having just kind of like just the the dynamic of Kirk, Mike, and Dave going back and forth, and then you coming in, getting pulled into a couple of things, and we always need the one good Justin Gaff, and today's elevator pitch was perfect. And uh, I'm I thought, still, I legitimately I'm still thought confused like, as to why you think ups and downs. Like, what part of an interview do you, you want? You know what I was thinking? You know what, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of, what's that Adam Sandler movie where he's, like, a rich guy? He, he's, like, a guy from a Mr. small town. Mr. Deeds. And he's in the elevator, and there's that one actor, and he's like, how's the elevator life treating you? And he's like, you know, it has his ups and downs. And they go, ha, 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 ha. That's literally what I was thinking when this happened. Uh, so, so I, I don't know if maybe, maybe elevator pitch up and down, but no, now it makes sense that, you know, 20 seconds or less. So Simple and short, but it was good. It was fun. It was, uh, I'm, I'm glad the show's back. It's, a, it's, it's definitely the highlights of my weeks. So it's yes. So Andrew, did you watch live on YouTube today? The I final did. thing we're you did. I did watch it live on YouTube. So on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the watching it on YouTube experience? It's fun. I mean, I was but I was driving sometimes, so I was more listening while driving. But it was it's I was it's for anyone who listened to Kirk on EEI and back in the beginning, it's kind of nice to have that feel again that he's live. It's kind of you're hearing it in real time. You don't have to always wait for the mm-hmm. podcast to drop. It's I mean, even with with Apple for me, it's been having issues like just not loading up on the day of and it takes yep. like like a couple hours. So having this is nice. And if 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 I'm available like to listen to it and watch it, if I have the capacity to do it that's definitely going to be the way i do it and then it makes it i think it hopefully should make the calls better because then you have people coming in who are knowledgeable about it but i'm excited for the first time when someone's watching on the youtube live tries to call in and we get the echo back and forth that's i know there's gonna be be one idiot that does that yeah so 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 I thought it went, went extremely well today. Uh, I know Kirk a couple of weeks ago said he didn't think Cullinan would be able to pull it off by June 28th, and he was able to do it. And it, it I wouldn't say it went flawlessly, but it, it, it went pretty well. There's a couple of things, you know, we're, he's going to tweak here and there, but it, it went it went way better than, than I expected it to. And I, I like I like how at the end of the show, Kirk said, we're not going to make this a YouTube. We're not making the Kirkman hand show for YouTube. It's still a podcast. He's still going to be an audio medium. He's not going to curtail it to, to, you know, to YouTube, to just YouTube centric stuff. So that was, that was nice to hear to know that he's not going to be trying to, you know, switch it up or do more, you know, I don't want to say physical or, you know, visual gags or anything like that. But, uh, but, but, but it was definitely nice, nice to hear that. And I definitely do think it's great that people are able to listen live. I think, the highest amount of people we had listened live today was 880. The lowest after like the first like five minutes, I think, I believe was like 700. So uh, the overhit, the overhit. That's uh, you're so. you're a great tweet because that's I, I what's that? I did an over under uh, tweet about you reading DeCaro's book and Big Cat quote tweeted it, and then that's how I ended up on another Julie DeCaro post. So yeah. thank thank you for that one. But it's the other thing that I think about the YouTube is be- going to be beneficial. Is like like Kirk said, he's not going to do the gags for it. But when he summoned you to throw out the key, that could have been on YouTube, and it just would have been hilarious just to see the awkwardness of everything. Like it's it's a what? nice little added. When like, if you like coming into coming in to throw out the key, 
when you had to come into the studio and grab it. If you guys were on live for that, I think that would have been good video to watch the entire process mm -hmm. coming in. It just would have added an entertainment value. So it's it just gives it gives the show more options. And I think it's just again like so far Dave's Dave's done one for one. He's done a good job. It's it's been a great show. Let's let's see where this goes from here. I'm excited for the week. Yeah, so am I, so am I. Blind Mike in again on Wednesday, as will be the usual going forward for the rest of the year. Not uh, getting paid. <laughs> correct, still not getting paid. Uh, doesn't sound like he wants to get paid. That's one thing I don't get, like seeing all that like drama kind of like pop up. It's like, who gives a shit if he's getting paid or not? This is These guys aren't public figures. It's let if if this makes Mike happy, let Mike be happy. Just Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's my thing. I, like, I used to think like to myself... Uh, Hey, Mike, you know, you got to get paid. But then when he said a couple of shows ago, he's like, yeah, this is the first time in six months I haven't continuously, I haven't thought about killing myself in like over six months. I was like, my first thought was, damn, that must feel nice. My second thought was, yeah, Mike probably shouldn't screw that up. So it was, uh, it was, it was it's, it's definitely something where, I mean, Mike, Mike should just do whatever he thinks him and his therapist are, are, are best. And uh, it, it, it sounds like Carabas is up in the air for Friday. I'm not entirely sure what's going on with that. I yeah, do like how... I like I like when Jared's in, but I mean it, it's true. You're in baseball season. That's where Jared's bread and butter is for for Barstool for the time being, as Kirk so eloquently said. But and and if it's not that, then I'm I know you, they're going to try to find someone else. Be it if maybe they get Whitney to work out or something like. However, schedules work out. I know what was it they were saying? There was talks that Whitney would be coming back in for a show, which which was great because I love the dynamic of him and Kirk. So it's. Well, it's I'm not worried about things. It's just because Kirk made something very clear today and and last uh before he left was that he does not want just a Kirk and Dave show. And I and I and knowing like kind of like the personality, Kirk will never let that happen. Yeah, like you, can, you, you can even hear it in today's like sometimes with his voice. As Tim so, said, what was it like the fifty-seventh minute was the first operation yeah. and freak out? So 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 yeah, so let's let's see how let's see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it uh it's nice to know that also the show will be not dropping just starting at a regular time now you know 10 a.m i'd probably say let's open up that window to anywhere between 9 50 a.m and 10 10 a.m in case you know th things have to you know change or you know schedules get moved around but but it, but it is nice so i'm looking forward to it uh any anything else you want to say andrew anything you got going up on kirk and off we got Kirk and off. We had Poodle Dick last week, so it was good to talk with him. Uh, I we'll, think he's the Justin Om guy. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, he was, it was fun to talk with him. It's it's like, like I said, it's always fun to hear about how people either found out about Kirk, why they listen now, and mm -hmm. uh, the the way the world's gone. It's uh, definitely definitely fun little little break about things. So. Yeah, no, I, I definitely know that the Justin Um guy was in Madawaska because he was tweeting about it. So, uh, so I saw that. So I believe it may be, in fact, be Mr. Poodledick. But, uh, but shout out to Poodledick if it is him. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for joining me. Thank you to Kirk Minahan. Thank you to Blind Mike. And thank you, of course, to David Cullinane for uh, – I mean, thank you, of course, to Kirk Minahan. Thanks, Dave Cullinane, as well, uh, for allowing us to do this. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday.